Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to Feel Better with Tara Styles and Mike. <laughs> I'm Tara Styles and this is Mike and welcome to the show. Yay. All right, today we are chatting create not copy, which I hope is a useful topic to our listeners here. I know this is an issue that always comes up in our astrology trainings whenever we talk about work or business or how do I do this thing that I'm so passionate about? and feel good about it and impact people and all of these things. This is a real kind of lean in moment. So what are your kind of first overall thoughts on creating and not copying? Oh my. Well, first of all, I'm not sure I have the right answer. In fact, I know I don't have the right answer, but I think that this question, for me, I can't even begin to underestimate it or overestimate it or however the right way of saying that is. It, because what this question means to me is, can I be myself and be successful? Can you be yourself, like really be yourself and be successful? And of course, there's this definite, well, what is success? You know, what leads to happiness? What's the difference between being entertained by things and being happy about where, where I am and where things are going? So that this is also a big conversation. But what I'm remembering from the create, not copy is long before I met Tara, I used to do other work. And in that work, I was, I was in management consulting and then in some software and technology stuff. And I remember there was a drive, especially in the, in the consulting and some of the early tech stuff, where we always were supposed to be doing what was called competitive intelligence. Look at what everyone else is doing. Don't miss anything. Have weekly, if not bi-weekly reviews of the whole competitive landscape. Stick it in an Excel spreadsheet. What's everybody else doing? What strategies? What marketing initiatives? What, 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 what? What's going on? What's going on? All to not, and you can see it in my, I'm starting to like get on a train roll here. All to not be behind. All to not miss anything. And all to, what I felt was coming from an assumption that other people were going to do what I want to do better. Here comes Kitty. Kitty wants in on this. <laughs> And, I, you know, I'll, I'll bring this over to Tara now to see you, know, you, you weren't working in management consulting, but something tells me that this kind of question exists everywhere. What if I miss something? Does it? Um, yes, I just think it's so funny that you used to work in management consulting and here you are doing Tai Chi in the living room and all around the world. I have liberated you. <laughs> That's for another conversation liberating someone 
from a former life. Not that there's anything wrong with that job, but it wasn't really the right job for you for your whole life, I don't think, unless you are upset that I have liberated you. <laughs> we can talk about that later. Oh my goodness. And yes, I know for me and for everyone that I met and was working with for me before yoga, for my work, I was dancing and doing castings and TV commercials and things like that. And because I didn't know any better or know any different than to just be myself, I was so excited to leave my small town, to perform, to get my energy out, to meet people, to connect with things. And for me, it wasn't about dance. It wasn't about TV commercials. It was about figuring out how I can get to the next place, wherever that was for me. And I don't just mean career kind of stepping stone, but how can I use my energy for good? And I knew that I really only had a shot at that if I walked into every room being myself as much as possible. And again, this was a no-brainer for me. I enjoyed being myself then. I look at myself then in pictures. Actually, my mom brought out some old pictures of me <laughs> this week for Halloween. This one gig that I did was to be a scarecrow for, you know, Doritos and Pepsi and all these kind of gas station products. And there's this cardboard cutout of me that they went around and very nicely asked all the gas stations and stores if they could have these cutouts of their daughter. And they have many cutouts of me for various jobs <laughs> over the years. And I look at them and I'm literally being myself throughout the different gigs that I somehow got and things like this. And I'm thinking back to that time in my life and how different I felt then, but also on all of those jobs and all of those meetings and all of those moments kind of trekking around New York City, I was talking to people about the things that I was really interested in, like yoga and connection and feeling better and all of these areas that we have really developed now more fully with Strala into something more meaningful. And now I feel like myself again in this phase of my life, I feel very different than I felt then, but I knew it would only work then and it only works now if I'm myself. But now I notice more than I noticed then because I've just been around longer <laughs> that there's so many other people doing things and it's so challenging to, and probably not a good idea in the sort of extreme sense of the word to isolate yourself and just create and connect in a vacuum that's kind of impossible anyway. So I notice now that there's so many people doing the same things that I love to do. And there is this boundary that you need to create for yourself of how that's helpful, when that's helpful, and how, how the harm starts coming to you. And when you feel like, oh man, that person is doing these cool things, I should be doing those cool things instead of the things that you might think are cool. And this all seems so very high school and very silly, but it's a real thing. And something that I'm also very grateful for now 
in the evolution that we are now with Strala. And I know if you're listening here, you are probably in that Strala community, but if you're not, you're totally invited to be in our community. It's for everyone. It's about moving with ease, taking good care of yourself, feeling better, supporting each other, positivity, and a million other things. But having a community of people who are connected at least in one thing, wanting to feel better, wanting to take good care of themselves, allows us all to be excited about ourselves and also each other. And that community in its kind of makeup and ongoing action and practice is one of excitement and celebration and one where we can be encouraged by each other if there's someone that feels discouraged it's always talked about and shared about and we kind of rally around each other so I know that community is a huge healthy asset to staying in or keeping yourself in a really nourished nourished way in this mindset of create not copy if you don't have community it's probably impossible to feel good about what you're doing probably impossible to be successful also because you're going to spend so much time just worrying about what other people are doing and missing out on that time of figuring out who you are, figuring out what you're good at and spending the time, not just being yourself. I think that's kind of very flat. (laughs) Being yourself is like softness in yoga. Without softness, nothing's possible. Without being yourself, nothing's possible. Okay, got that. I'm myself. Check. What are you doing? <laughs> what is your your skill, your interest, your passion? You need to be spending time improving continually in that skill, in that passion, and practicing and doing the things and in sharing the things if you're sharing them with other people or hoping to get people with you, doing this along with you, these kinds of things. And it's a real shame, maybe this is motivational as well, it's a real shame if you spend that time when you could be working on your skills, working on yourself in copy mode, in comparison mode. So getting yourself a good community, number one, and spending the time doing your things, practicing, improving, getting better, not just whatever the other self-destructive things are. Yes. No. <laughs> this reminds me, I was talking to a, a friend of mine, John, this morning, uh, who is doing some really cool stuff on an advisory committee with the Pope going out to Rome later this month. And he, he was saying something about uh, things getting worse when there's too much of this is me, myself, me, myself, what's, what's wrong with me? What do I need to do? What do I need to change? And, and things go better when it's more, uh, how can, how can I help? How can I, and you used to say this all the time, how can I help over what can I prove, you know, because uh, the prove is about myself and the help is about others. And, and then Tai Chi comes in and says, well, you got to take care of yourself first because what you have, what you're doing for yourself, you're on the same circle as everyone else. So you give what you're doing for yourself. But it, 
the conversation this morning really touched me uh, in that I, I know that I go worse when I spiral inward on what do I need to do about me and spiral outward in a better way when it's more, well, I don't want to start copying other people, but I do want to be in this helping. And um, back when I was in that, that, those regular jobs, I felt like, and this is, this is a question actually for you that I have. I felt like the copying, the competitive intel was always, uh, well, you copy and then you iterate. You know, so someone has this, this marketing or this feature in their product. You copy and then you iterate a little bit better. And I always thought, well, I, I didn't even want to know. And this is when we, I was making software for medical science liaisons out in the field to talk to doctors. Uh, it was really technical stuff, but I, I always, I didn't want to know what other software companies were doing at all. I could care less. I just wanted to understand what the challenge was here and figure out my best way to, to make it better. And you know what that did? We had by far the best software that was available on the market in terms of what it did, but you know what it didn't do? We didn't build it on a platform that it existed. You might, might've heard of it, even if you're not even anywhere near the software world, it's called salesforce.com. Have you ever heard of salesforce.com? Yeah, they do these really big conferences. That's why I know about it because they, they email us sometimes to do yoga for them. <laughs> right. So in a way, and this, this gets closer to my question to you, um, there's something about balance here because we built great software, but we built it on a platform that wound up being less usable to everyone. <laughs> you know, So by me not being aware of what was going on out there, managed to do something great that didn't manage to connect as well. So for me, what I'm wondering is, and this is where I'm, I'm really looking at you, you tell me, are some of us just happier looking at what other people are doing and then making it better in our own way? Are some of us just happier never knowing about what anyone else is doing and just doing me in the best possible way? Or are all of us kind of happiest in this balance? And I remember this, you used to have this talk with people when they'd come in when Facebook was just starting and then when Instagram was just starting. And you loved talking to people and reaching people and connecting with people the same way that you would touch someone or shake their hand or say hi to them when they walked into the New York studio or into a training in, in Berlin or wherever. Uh, you loved reaching people on these new platforms and you brought the same kind of connection ability to it wasn't different for you and so it was normal but when people said do i also have to be on facebook do i also have to be on instagram what you would always say is no not unless you really want to be not unless that's really natural to you because i do think maybe a universal is we want to connect with each other and help with each other in the best way we can. And I know for me, you know, I, I, I don't know what I'm best at, you know, but I, I can look at you and be like, you can just connect with people no matter where you are. And, and it's, that's natural to you. And that's why you you continue to do it and continue to like improve on it. But I think we do need to each find out, you know, where am I most comfortable? And even that there's not a, well, you have to create and not copy. 
there, there might be a balance there and we might be different in where we belong in that balance. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Yes. <laughs> yes. I I agree totally. And I also feel like there's a lot of grace that you can give yourself. And I do this for myself as well because anybody who has been around working online when you can say working online was new you've seen the changes and it was YouTube for me was really cool. I loved the beginning of that. I love sharing videos that I could reach my friends and anybody that couldn't get to a yoga studio or didn't want to go to a yoga studio. I loved the simplicity, the kind of low tech-ness that I could do that just in Mike's apartment or my apartment or wherever we were. And I loved the real feedback from people. Now, I wasn't doing that as a business, so that was such a freedom as well because now anybody that starts a YouTube channel, you know that it's a business. You know that it can be a business. There's all of this pressure. There's all of this comparison. You search your niche and you're going to find all these people with flashy things that you feel like you need to do it like this or have a background or I mean, I have friends in New York that aren't even in the entertainment, and because it's an entertainment business, let's be honest, space, and they feel like they need to have certain furniture in their house just to feel confident and comfortable. So there is this huge negativity bias that is set up to make you feel bad about yourself. So I do feel like it's essential to understand that and to distance yourself from that as much as possible. Now, that doesn't mean distance yourself from all of the social media, but I remember when Instagram became professional photos and a lot of our friends would come to the studio with their Nikon cameras and they'd say, oh, after class, let's do some high-res photos for Instagram. And I kind of said, I don't really feel like it. Instagram for me was sharing a picture after class of the group or sharing a picture when we were traveling to Europe or something like that, sharing a moment instead of a contrived moment. So I kind of dropped out of the potential growth of Instagram. And I remember you, you were telling me, oh, you should just do what everybody else is doing. You'll get so many more followers. And I said, I don't care. There's a, a weird trick with a number over your head that is kind of ma- meant to make you feel bad about yourself. It's sort of if you're in the if you've ever had most people in the world have had issues with weight and diet and these things it's just like the scale it's just like the scale so if you can throw away the scale or whatever your version of that is for your 
for your nourishment, we need to also figure out how to throw away the scale of the social media numbers literally above your head. It's above your head on all these platforms. How many followers do you have? How many followers do you have? And it's so silly. And I started to gain more confidence continually because it's a process because everything changes so fast in this, I'm gonna continue to do what I feel is best for me and for Strala and for our community and keep reevaluating that because everything changes and because our community changes and life changes and stages change. But I know that that's the best decision for myself, but also for the health of our lives and the health of our community and the health of the business and my goals of helping people and reaching people, all of it, all of the things are connected to the being yourself and doing the things that you're actually comfortable with. So I kind of stopped there with the Instagram. And then when the story started, I knew, I remember I told you, this is going to be an all the time here, here it is. Everybody has a reality show. We might as well just tape a camera to our foreheads and walk around. I knew that this was kind of game over. And whenever I had these big highlight moments in the beginning of my career getting busier, I'm so grateful that Instagram was on the photo stage because we could enjoy them and talk to the people and talk to the professor at Harvard and talk to the people in Malaysia on the rooftop class on the helicopter pad and talk to the Muslim women and talk to the everybody around the world and we didn't have to say okay hold on I need to get some content for Instagram of this moment we could just take a picture just like you would in the 90s or the 80s when you were a kid take a picture of the moment and literally share it later so now that it's changed I'm really grateful that I chose back then to be doing the simple things and figuring out ways to choose now how to do the simple things as well. And that's my personal choice. And I think you're right. I think it's not a one size fits all. I, I think it would be narcissistic of me to say, well, this is how I do it and you should do it the same way because obviously it works for me. Just be yourself. <laughs> Being yourself is the thing, but constantly evaluating is what I'm doing making me feel happy is what I'm doing making me feel fulfilled or am I kind of waiting for 10 things to happen and if those things happen then I'll feel better so it's it's trickier now and it keeps getting harder and harder and harder because there's so many platforms there's so much fastness to it all that you need and I will say this is important you need an active gut check an active self-check and you need this ability to slow down, which again is why I'm so grateful for our practice. How we practice yoga is moving from the center, all of these things. So if you don't have a practice, a physical practice that you do daily or regularly at least that helps you feel connected, get that taken care of. I really believe that that's one of the most important things that you can do to kind of figure out everything else because everything else is not a formula and it will always change. It will change, but it will also change for you, how you treat it, how you want to feel about it, all the things. And I know that I make changes all the time in what I do for social media and what I do for Strala, but I'm always walking around excited to help someone with yoga. So if I can find ways to do that online, offline, 
in conferences and meetings, wherever, then I'm going to do that. And that's always going to be me. That was also me when I was doing the Doritos ad as a scarecrow. I remember doing yoga with the other characters dressed up in costumes. And I did that all the time then. So I'll do that probably for my whole life. And I know that everybody has that little special thing that is unique to you. So stick with that, do your practice, and uh, see how it goes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and please let us know where, where you are in all of this, because I think there are places where there are differences, and there are also places where there's probably a lot more sameness. So in terms of this question of, uh, you know, can I be me? Can I really be successful by being me? And then... Uh, you know, where on this create, not copy scale, um, do we all find ourselves as part of that? Where does me come in? Where, uh, where is it possible that what I really enjoy is, is tinkering with what already exists and making it a little better and putting me into it? Whereas versus where do I enjoy just creating something from nothing and seeing uh, what that's like every single day? I know on the question of success that, uh, you know, look, my, my friend John that I referenced earlier, uh, beyond imaginably successful in, in so many senses of the word and so inspiring and in, in that he can accomplish so much and still be sitting on our living room floor uh, and, and rolling around and talking about anything and doing anything. It's just, it's awesome to be around. Uh, but he has a very straightforward view of this. He's like, success happens. He's not where he is because he, he doesn't think he's where he is because he was superior or did things so much better than everyone else. Right? Success happens. You have to be happy with how you get there along the way. So let me know how you feel about that, where you are with that, and we can keep going with these conversations, I hope. I like that. <laughs> success happens. It's true. And it's really easy if you've had a little bit of success to feel like, oh yeah, I figured it all out. It's because I did this, this, and this, and this. It does happen if you're doing certain things, maybe consistently, or maybe it's just luck. This is another conversation for sure. But on the topic of create, not copy, there's a huge thing about being yourself. And it's pretty cool, this guy, John. Mike knows him more than I know him, but I feel like I'm very similar to him, too, in a lot of the basic body man mannerisms. Have you ever had this feeling where you, you meet somebody, you know them, and you see how they kind of hold themselves, and you feel like you know a lot about them by how they're moving their body around? That's kind of how I feel with this guy. And there's this, this really cool thing to hang on to that is how you feel and how you are. And through all the chapters of your life, through all the phases, you're still in there. That you, that you maybe remember when you felt really good or you were taking good care of yourself or some happy memory, whatever it is, that's the you to hang on to and to nurture and to keep getting to know and keep taking out for lunch and keep practicing for that person. And from there, good things will happen. I know when I stay connected to that person inside of me, I'm more excited to practice regularly. I'm more excited to 
learn more, not just about yoga and Tai Chi and Shiatsu, but about the world, about anything I can get my hands on. I'm just excited to learn and grow and change and get involved. And when I do that, I feel more confident. I feel better. I feel more like myself. So yes, be yourself, but also step two, (laughs) keep improving, keep learning, keep growing, all of these things. So hopefully this was fun. Let us know. You can always practice with us on the Strala Yoga app. Reach out, Michael, email you back if you need any extra help or if you have questions about, Mike answers a lot of questions about back pain. We always joke back pain's the main one. Everybody's got back pain. Back pain, any aches and pains, any problems, anything going on that we can be helpful with. We love, 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 love hearing from you. So please email us as well. Any way we can help with anything we can be useful for. That's like my favorite tagline for the moment. (laughs) And see you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.